0: So the only animal on earth I know that can do that's a billy goat. And Jim, you fit that. You got your old goatee going there and stuff. And that's a, you're like the master of that yard. You better stay out of Jim's yard. He's that billy goat. Now, he wanted me to call him the goat.
1: I think we, that's it. It's going to be the
0: goat. We can't do that. Everybody, Jim's the billy goat from now on. So it's, it's Big Chief or the billy goat and Big Chief um, <laughs> running down the bourbon road. Uh, if you're a cartoonist and you can draw that, send that to us, uh, we'd love it.
1: <laughs> i appreciate that mike thank you so much
0: <laughs> just as long it's not a, a big chief riding a billy goat we'll be
1: <laughs> we'll be fine I, I i know a few artists you're in trouble yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike.
0: So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back.
1: We would like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Logheads Home Center for supporting this episode of The Bourbon Road. Find out more about their fine rustic furniture at logheadshomecenter.com. hello everyone i'm jim shannon and i'm mike hyatt and this is the bourbon road and today mike we're broadcasting from studio one in simpsonville kentucky and studio two in shelbyville kentucky i wanted to say studio 1a like what, was, <laughs> what is like in rockefeller center you know <laughs> what,
0: what was the uh, what was the the radio station up in uh cincinnati
1: Oh, WKRP. Uh, there you go. Oh, Just my W-K-R-P. God. WKRP. <laughs> 95% of our listeners have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Just the old farts, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We I, we we might be the two oldest guys in uh, spirit podcasting. I don't know. We, we're, we're right up there.
1: I don't know. Old man Steve Akeley. He's probably up there, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, you might have him beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike. What are we drinking today?
0: So we're gonna go ahead. Uh, we had a one of our listeners, one of our uh, moderators in our group, um Adam Adam, uh he uh, sent us a bottle of the new seven year Heaven Hill bottled and bond. Um so we're gonna go ahead and everybody's done this, right? Everybody's compared the two. But we haven't. You know, we, we're in Kentucky and it's hard to get your hands on that Heaven and Hill seven year. So we're gonna compare the two. Um, not blind but we're going to go ahead and taste them. So the first one we're going to do is that bottled bond six year, the older one. Um, we both have different bottles though. Um, yeah, so really you
1: right. bought yours in like 2016, 2017. When was that? Yeah. Somewhere in there. I, and I'm trying to figure out in this bottle, how you could
0: figure that out. I don't think there's a way.
1: You think There's probably a date code on it somewhere, but I'm not familiar enough with, I'm sitting here looking at mine and I don't see a date code anywhere. And you know, one of our... One of our the, bottom, I mean, the bottom of my bottle stamped with a 17.
0: Well, bottom of my bottle stamped with a 7. A 42, a CPA, and some symbol. I don't know what that is.
1: Well, anyway. One yeah, of our so, listeners is going to call us out, though. Watch. <laughs> well, that's all right. So, I, uh, I bought a couple of cases of this a couple of years ago. I'm a big fan of it. I love it a lot. I've had... I've probably had it on my bar for as long as I can remember. And when I heard it was going away, I didn't want to see it go away for a while for me. So I put a couple cases downstairs. And I still have probably I don't know, fifteen bottles of it. Because they're twelve 12 bottle cases. So that's a, that's a that's a lot of bourbon. It's a lot of bourbon. But you know what? I drink it. I don't I don't show it off. I don't have it in a shrine. I just grab a bottle when I need a bottle and it's good stuff. Down there in the old Billy Billy Goat Bunker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm gonna start calling that place the Billy Goat Bunker. So, how much was in your bottle, Mike? I'm about, I don't know, I think a little over halfway through that. And it's that's not a bourbon I pull out too often. It's it's pushed back and it's not up on a shelf. I just pull it out whenever I want to, you know, enjoy life a little bit.
1: Well, let's talk a little bit about let's talk a little bit about. The Heaven Hill mash bill. So Heaven Hill's a high corn mash bill. It's a 78% corn mash bill with 10% rye and 12% malted barley. That's their classic mash bill. They use it across the board pretty much. And it's got that corn sweetness to it. Corn forward. It does. It's got a corn sweetness to it, but it's a kind of a roasted corn.
0: Like Mexican street corn?
1: Um, well, there's a little bit of pepper to it. Yeah, you get the pepper on the nose. Yeah, I get a little bit of that. Yeah, um, so I,
0: I thought I was smelling lavender earlier, but I'm not getting lavender anymore.
1: It's that candle Vivian had burning in there, right? <laughs>
0: One of those plug-in oil things, you know. Everybody, everybody has those things this, these days. Um,
1: so I've always thought that this is a this is a solid bourbon. We had this on a show. Let me think. We had this on with Brian Hara, um, author of Bourbon Justice. Uh, he's on the the bourbon round table. Yeah.
0: Also, yeah. Another night, they were talking about a uh, new riff selling off OKI and who's going to own it and what the bourbon's age is going to be. And um, they just had a long discussion about that, and whether it was be going to be successful, as successful as new riff was with it. Um, and then how much they debated on how much it got sold for. Uh, some people said. Twenty five thousand, and I, I think the number went up to like two hundred fifty thousand. Oh yeah, it. I don't know what something like that would go for. I have no clue. What? Because you're, you're not buying any physical stock, right? Or physical you're
1: buying a brand,
0: Urban. You're buying the brand. So what does that? What's a brand worth? Um. If yeah, you're one know. of our if you're one of our listeners out there and you know that answer, shoot us a shoot us an email and let us know. So, let's get to this whiskey, man. I'm I've been talking too much. I'm parched.
1: So, solid nose traditional bourbon. It's got uh and it's definitely got you got that corn sweetness on the nose, a little bit of pepper. Um, I get a little bit of like it's got a little peanutty kind of nose to it. You get a little bit of like the dried peanut shell, dried peanut shell. huh? dry. well, all peanut shells are dry. Well, not boiled peanuts, but you know, like ballpark peanut shells.
0: Like like when you go to Five Guys and eat peanuts there. there you Don't they have peanuts there at Five Guys? Yeah. Or that Logan's Steakhouse. I think they went out of business, but yeah, that dried peanuts. You shell it and. I could get that I toasted toasted peanuts um out of it a little bit. I get the sweetness out of it, a little pepper on the back end, almost a black pepper on this one. This is to me this is what in my mind bourbon is and always was, is something like this right here. Yeah,
1: it's a good solid bourbon. It is well rounded. You know, that's one of the things Brian said when he was on the show. He said, you know, it's kind of whenever he drinks a bourbon, he thinks about how it might compare back to this one. Because this is kind of his standard of a solid, you know, entry-level bourbon, bottled and bond, 100 proof. Yeah, I think it's a
0: great representation of, of the state of Kentucky and, and what a bourbon's supposed to be. And um, it's, it's delicious for sure. And that's why I've kind of savored this bottle. But I, I know this fella. I know this fellow that that has the Billy Goat Bunker. You
1: honestly. know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, I, I keep going in there and grabbing bottles. I grabbed another one tonight for doing this with you, and uh, and it'll just get it'll get sipped away until it's gone. And I'll grab another one, and eventually I'll run out, and I'll just have to wipe don't a tear don't. and move on. Well, you did a giveaway. You gave one of the bottles away um, on a giveaway, and then uh,
0: Randy. Um, for everybody don't know who Randy, if you haven't or you just started listening or or you're just a couple episodes in and you haven't went back and listened to the old episodes, Randy was actually Jim's co host and he took off to Virginia to be a mountain man with his wife and ride horses and I don't know, look off into mountain vistas and stuff. Is that what he's doing up there?
1: Yeah, he said he was gonna write his book and write some music and picking his guitar. Picking his guitar.
0: Yeah. So he brought this on the on this first show I was on as a guest and cheated, cheated me, cheated me out of the win. <laughs> I was like, God dang it. I know we could do that. I'd, I'd have that's, brought a couple that, of different bottles.
1: That's called a ringer, right?
0: Yeah. It's definitely a ringer. He's like, well, he's like, well, it, it was $15 back in 1980.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the price. So this this bottle could be had anywhere between about 11 and $15 for the longest time, depending on where you bought it. Yeah. And then as it started, as the word got out that it was going to be discontinued, it started to get bought up. And I'll be honest with you. I was part of that problem, but it started to get bought up and the price started to climb a little bit, but it never got really got real expensive. I think it just went up to around 20, $25. And then when it was gone off the shelves, then you started seeing it on the secondary for 50 bucks a bottle.
0: So what's it go for now? If you you're looking for a bottle, what do you think?
1: I have no clue. I haven't looked at the secondary market and prices on stuff like that for the longest time. So I don't, I don't really know what the price would be, but I would imagine it's just as rare as it was a year ago. And if people want it or if it's still got any fanfare behind it, I would imagine it's probably going to command at least what the the new one does, which is right at $40, right?
0: well 45 or 50 in some places is what i'm hearing and stuff people are saying it's triple the price which would be 45 dollars. i guess you know is it worth that some people say it's better than another one we're gonna find out tonight um are. Yeah. i would i would tell you the bottle set beside each other it's, it's hard because they're different bottles um all together right the labeling's different um but I think that seven years just got a tent It's a tint darker to me.
1: It is. It is. I, I'm sitting here looking at it, and you know there, there's not much difference between them. Looks to me to be about a year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, years difference.
1: <laughs> that makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. So
0: Jim, what do we what do we got going on right now in the in the Bourbon Road? We we just did something big for us, right? We took a major leap um, for me and you. What
1: was that? You mean we put our products on, on the website?
0: We did. So we got a new sponsor. Um, well, kind of two sponsors in one, um, really. Uh, they're distillery products and premium bar products. Distillery products produces and provides glasses um, and barware for distilleries, bourbon groups, um restaurants bars whoever out there in the industry needs large orders Uh, you could go to distillery products and Uh, they're
1: uh, the wholesaler they're They're the the wholesaler so if you need a a case of glen cairns with uh with your logo on it they're the guys to go to
0: they are and and they do great work and they're beating people out by almost half um i don't know i'm not going to quote that exactly but they're 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 getting a good product out there for a great price. So if you're looking for a, uh, a a glass uh, provider uh, for your bar, for your group, um, for your club, your society, whatever you want to call it, give them a call there. Say, Hey, the bourbon road, we heard about, heard about you on the bourbon road and uh, they'll hook you up. Now, if you're just a, a listener and you don't have a, a group or, you want something for your bar, then you can go to Premium Bar Products and you can order just for yourself a glass or two. You could put hey bobs uh, basement bar on there and they'll they'll laser engrave it and ship it out to you like the next day. Um they're pretty quick with their products.
1: Or happy birthday dad or whatever the heck you want to put on it, right?
0: Yeah, Father's Day's coming up, so it's a perfect time to order from them too. Right. Um so, the only place you can get the bourbon road glasses is on the bourbon road website um it'll get shipped out. I think that's the next day. That's the only place in the world you're going to be able to find that glass right unless or
1: you or or, or or to giveaway right
0: or to give away. you know if you're you see us out and about and we have some on us and and you're one of our listeners, you might walk up to us we might have some in the car or truck with us
1: so yeah uh, and if you're a member of the roadies, you know we give away some glasses in there every now and then and ship them out to people so yeah, I just all- shipped,
0: two out, shipped two out today to two guys that I uh, asked a question and said, the first person that can answer this, uh, I'll ship you a glass. And one guy came in there and he he answered it um, partial. So I was like, you know, I'll ship you a glass anyways. Uh, then the second guy answered it correctly and I shipped him a glass. So um, we're very generous uh, with what we're doing with our glasses. Um, I think we got a great price on there. Go and yes. check it out.
1: Yeah. So good quality stuff. Uh, we've got Glen Cairns up now. I don't want to spend too much time on this, Mike, but we've got some Glen Cairns up there now. But we're going to have some flasks and some Tua glasses. We'll have some, uh, some rocks glasses and some other things. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a lot more stuff on there as we add things, as we add more and more. But thanks to Janie and the crew at, uh, uh, Premium Bar Products and Distillery Products. Carson did a great job helping us out. Uh, you know, we really look forward to our future working with these guys and, uh, we hope that our, our listeners will, will check them out.
0: Yeah. So, you know, we were talking about being out in public and people seeing you and stuff. And me and you went to the Village Anchor uh, in Louisville and had dinner the other night with uh, Vivian and Mel. And uh, who you think sitting next to us? Right in the table next to us is Peggy No Stevens. Yeah. And we kind of yeah. noticed each other and she came over and we started chatting a little bit and she introduced us to her husband and she was like hey these two guys are famous and I was I was blown away I was like yeah we're definitely not we're not famous at all <laughs> <laughs> She, she's definitely the famous one uh, Um, and she surprised Mel and Viv with uh, uh, she went out to her car and came back and surprised those, them two with a signed copy of her new book that you can find on Amazon it's What's the what's the
1: title, Jim? Which fork do I use with my bourbon? I think that's it. <laughs> I hope that's it. <laughs> Peggy, sorry if we got it wrong.
0: <laughs> so you can uh you can find her book on Amazon. She's she signed in at a Queen of Bourbon. That's what I always call her. Uh, you know, you will not meet a more classy lady and she to me she is the epitome of um southern charm. So you, you know, check out her website, check out her new book and stuff. It's not just about um, what you can eat with bourbon is how to entertain with bourbon. And yeah. she wrote that with Susan Regler.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, talk about a classy lady. We were sitting there and drinks showed up at her table and she just she wasn't wearing a hat, but she kinda of tipped her hat. And said, uh, Oh yeah. Enjoy yeah. guys. <laughs> of course those drinks are bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I
0: didn't have a bourbon the other night there. I uh, I did have a bourbon, but I drank a Kentucky meal. i had been mowing grass all day, and it's, it's hot here in Kentucky that day. And then, you know what, I just said, you know what, I'm going to have a Kentucky meal. It's nice and cold and kind of cooled me down. I was wearing a pair of shorts, and um, it ended up being a pretty dang good night for us, didn't it?
1: Well, I you know, I think it's the first night where I've actually felt human since this whole uh, COVID-19 thing you know started uh there was an opportunity for us to actually sit down at a restaurant at a table be waited on and, you know still you've got your space between everybody and the waiters wearing you know mask and but you know it was uh it was almost normal i almost felt normal for an hour or two while we sat there and uh man i miss that i really miss that yeah, the nice
0: thing about that place is they don't make you wear a mask there. And um, it, we were sitting outdoors anyways, kind of an outdoor seating area they have there. And if you're in Louisville area and you want me and Jim both had the same dish, we both had their fried chicken and it is delicious um, over mashed potatoes. And I think it came with some asparagus It is delicious. And then the drinks, uh, Jim, you're drinking old fashioned, right?
1: Uh, I was drinking. a Yeah, it was a uh, Old Forester um brown sugar old-fashioned was good yeah
0: and that's that's what we had in our uh in our uh kentucky meals vivian was drinking kentucky meals with me um i've I've got her on that bourbon roll now so she uh she's drinking those and what a great night and it was a surprise to see peggy out and then that she recognized us and came over and talked to us about some future stuff and uh Man, that just made my night right there. Not to—I was having uh, dinner with great friends, and we were already having a good night. But it was, that's kind of like the cherry on top
1: of the cake right there, you know, when you get to see her. Yeah, that was that was really that was really special, Mike. So let's let's talk about a, a couple of last notes on this uh, on this six year before we uh, move on.
0: I think I dropped a tear in my glass because I'm going to miss this when it's all gone. I yeah. really am um it is to me it's it's a great bourbon it's uh now i'm starting to take pick up that oak a little bit a little bit of not me new leather you know when you first get that baseball glove before it's before you start working
1: it yeah i mean i i still even even now after we've been sipping on it a while, I get I really get that roasted corn. I get that roasted corn. It's a little dry. It's a little dry. There's not a lot of residual sweetness in it, but I do get like a little bit of uh little fruit, but for me, mostly um like that peanut shell and uh, uh caramel. Just it's it's a great, it's a great bourbon. I really enjoy it. Not a lot of baking spice in this one for me.
0: Well, I'm going to make all of our listeners happy out there. I'm yeah. getting a little. am getting a little cracker jack in this. Are you? <laughs> you, ever, you know, now, I for our listeners out there, I I hate popcorn. I I hate's a strong word, and I hate popcorn. Just buttered popcorn. I can't eat it at all. Uh, it it comes back to a child childhood memory, to where my mother would make me eat popcorn with powdered milk, and uh, we were super poor at the time, and she was doing her best, but. Now I can't eat popcorn. I I just don't do it. But but you know, you give me some some cracker jacks with some peanuts in there. Man, I will tear that up. (laughs) There you go. So well, that's
1: a good one. Yep. So you've related it to a childhood memory and a flavor from your from your bank of, of of food memories. That's awesome. That's what that's what it's all about, right, Mike?
0: To me it is. It's not that flavor wheel, you know, and me you don't really do that at all. We we go off our childhood memories or a memory you had as a young adult
1: and um that's
0: just us, man. What do we say? We're not bourbon experts, but we're
1: bourbon bullshitters. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. So for you a little bit of uh cracker jacks, for me a little bit of ballpark peanut drizzled in uh caramel and some black pepper on the back end. So spicy cracker jacks. Spicy <laughs> cracker jacks.
0: All right. So we'll see. uh, We're going to come back in the second half, and we'll go ahead and and try this seven-year out. All right. Sounds good, Mike.
1: We would like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Loghead's Home Center for supporting this episode of The Bourbon Road. Logheads Home Center, nestled in the hills of Kentucky, is an industry leader in building handcrafted rustic furniture. Family owned and operated, they take pride in offering only the very best for their customers. The Logheads, and that's what they like to call themselves, are skilled woodcrafters who are passionate about creating rustic furniture for people who appreciate the beauty of natural wood. Owners Tommy and Gwen don't just sell the rustic lifestyle, they live it. And you can be sure that Logheads Furniture will always be handcrafted in Kentucky by artisans who embrace the simple way of life. Logheads Rustic Furniture is made from northern white cedar, a sustainable wood that's naturally rot and termite resistant. Its beauty and quality will add warmth to your earthy lifestyle for generations to come. Be sure to check out everything they have to offer at LogheadsHomeCenter.com. And while you're at it, give Tommy and Gwen a shout on Facebook or Instagram at Logheads Home Center. we are back mike and you know i really enjoyed that heaven hill six-year bottle and bond yeah I might I, just go ahead and cry in that bottle one so is empty and fill it back <laughs> up. don't cry just call me up i'll bring you a bottle <laughs> but now the second half is here and we get to try something else and uh thanks to adam boothby we both have a bottle of heaven Hill bottle and bond seven year.
0: Yeah. He, he mulled us some, uh, some bourbon up here, uh, kind of our whiskey runner from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, how does he get it down in Chattanooga? I think he went over to Georgia and got it for us, but he, he mulled it up here. And, uh, so if you're one of our listeners and you wonder why we give, uh, Adam a little bit more love than everybody else, because Adam's our boy. He, uh, he hooked us up. You want to send us some samples and, uh, do a blind challenge with me and jim we're up for it
1: so Uh, we're going to record a blind we're going to do a blind episode in july and uh we're going to taste some samples from listeners and then we're gonna um we need two samples though right we need two things that we can taste side by side and and sort of rank one better than the other right
0: yeah, I'd, I'd say so. You know, the, kind of like I did in a, a couple episodes ago where I tried to get two that the color almost matched perfect.
1: Or oh, you just, tried to you tried to trick me up. Yeah, I remember I, I that. Did, I, I did. I did. Hey,
0: but I will tell you, I'm going to tell this story to everybody, Jim, because it's funny, right? Um, and then we'll get to the, our bourbon. But so I go over to Jim's house the other night, and we did an episode. And whenever we get a bottle from somebody, one of us will pour a sample for the other one if we only get one bottle and I had went over to Jim's house and brought two bottles and I poured the bottles and I poured one into a, like a little plastic bottle for you. And another one, you had an old decanter and I said, let's fill that sucker about halfway up. And uh, so I poured about half that bottle in
1: there, but you and couldn't I, write, but you couldn't write on the decanter because it, because <laughs> it has like a textured surface on it. <laughs> so, so, so I walk in the house and everybody,
0: all the guys in there like, man, Mike, this bourbon, this bourbon tastes weird. This is, this is not good bourbon. What is this? And we we're sitting there trying to figure out what we poured in. Cause it had been a while. And, uh, I said, uh, I started looking through my phone and post and I was like, man, and somebody had said what I'd brought over there. And, uh, I think Mel did. So she's like, Oh, you brought that over here. And I was like, Oh, that's brandy.
1: <laughs> we won't say whose it was, but, but anyway, it was, it turned out to be apple brandy. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but it was finished in bourbon barrels, so it had it had a, it had a real bourbon profile to it. But it tasted a little weird for. A bourbon. <laughs> it made it definitely made my night. I tell you what, I laughed about that all night.
0: Um, so yeah, send us if you want to send us something you want to you want to play along with us. Um, we'll we'll do that in July. Um, send us a couple samples, and then in a sealed envelope, put what they are a one and a two, or something like that, or a one through four, whatever you're going to send us in a sealed envelope, and then we'll open it up after we taste it, and then uh, we'll see how close we are.
1: Yeah, and, and here's, here's kind of an example. So you would send us, for example, you would send us uh buffalo trace and benchmark. That would be like an example. Send us a buffalo trace and a benchmark, and you would say, taste these guys, tell us what you think. Or you would send somebody, a, or you'd send us a uh, you know, a finished bourbon and maybe one that's not finished and have us try them and see what we like better. Anyway, sealed, sealed paper with it that we opened up after the tasting and it tells us what they are. Right. Mike.
0: Yeah. I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun for our listeners. Uh, and you'll see that we're truly just bourbon bullshitters. Yeah. <laughs> At least I we, am.
1: I plan on being totally embarrassed by whatever's sent in. So it'll be fun. We'll have a good time, but um Yeah. It, it sort of it's levels the playing field with our listeners right they get to know that we're not anything special here yeah cuz we're
0: just two two dudes drinking bourbon two old That's dudes right. drinking That's bourbon right. broke down so so let's let's taste this sucker so this okay. was released last year right and it wasn't released in Kentucky um it's got a added year to it they changed the label on it they changed the bottle they changed everything it's actually got a cork cork top in it um it it's just totally different Still 100 proof, though? Still bottled and bond?
1: Three times the price?
0: Three times the price, yeah. A lot of people have said that they they do not like that. And maybe it was just time to time to do that.
1: Okay, so on the nose, it's it's getting me with a little more ethanol. I know it's still 100 proof, but I'm getting a little more ethanol on the nose. Kind of a drying.
0: Well, I already nosed it. I I got kind of got that, but you know me, Jim. You, everybody knows that old Big Chief likes to already start sucking on his glass. Like a big old baby.
1: You know, I still get the peanut shell, but it's more like a little more dusty, kind of drier, dustier. I haven't tasted it yet, Mike. I'm still talking about the nose here, but it's, you could tell it's the same bourbon, but it's a little drier, a little more dusty.
0: Man, you know what I get out of this? I, you know, I was talking about Cracker Jacks and Cracker Jacks. If, depending on how you get them off the shelf or what, it, I wouldn't say it's stale, but it's been there a while. It's been in that package a while. But this is like going straight up to the like Cabela's or Bass Pro Shop or one of those places are a fair, and they got that caramel or uh, kettle corn out there cooking. Yeah, putting peanuts in it.
1: It's fresh. Okay, so this one's a little more savory. It's got a little bit more like. um little more tobacco to it i think a little more it's got a little more you could definitely tell more age i I would say not a lot but a little more i get a uh, come some dark fruit in this too
0: and some bitter chocolate like you ever you ever your mom ever cook cook with chocolate before baking chocolate oh yeah and then you took a you were sneaking there and take a bite of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah <laughs> well I, I was that kind of kid you know i just i just <laughs> take a big old bite off it and just leave my teeth marks and everything in there <laughs> i wouldn't crack it off i just bite it and stick it back in there
1: i still get the black pepper in this one but i'm getting a little bit of toffee too maybe that toffee is that chocolate no toffee is not really chocolate it's i like english toffees are one of my favorite candies so i I kind of I my brain kind of puts the two together chocolate and toffee like that worth
0: it or original like uh
1: that's a little more toffee. caramel well they right? got a tough they
0: got a toffee what i'm trying to think what that thing is called it's not more than an original original it's a some
1: kind of kind toffee candy but i'm getting a little more vanilla in this one than i did in the last one that's surprising because i you know heath bar yeah heath bar definitely heath bar i remember good. i said the bottle I, I remember i said the six year was a little dry this one's definitely a little bit drier so the more time this spends in the barrel, the drier it gets. It's still got a little bit of that that fruitness, that fruit to it that you mentioned. You said a dark fruit for me. It's a little more red fruit, but I I think I prefer this one a little bit over the other one.
0: Yeah i i I think
1: it's a great bourbon still.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know about the forty five dollar price range. I I think they maybe shot for the stars on that one, or you know what. How do they figure that? out? I don't know, you know. But people were buying it. Um, I don't think it stays on the shelf too too long now.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. So here's here's real world for me. If somebody said, "Hey, I've got a bottle of seven year bottle and bond," would you trade me a bottle of six year for it? I would say yes. You in would a, in, in a minute. Yeah, in a minute. N- not not well. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I've got a few bottles of the six year. Sure but um i think it's uh i think it brings something different to the table i think it's uh the six year is solid and it's it stands on its own as a as an icon in whiskey i think the seven years good i think that extra year did it justice and uh yeah i i would trade a bottle well you know who else is coming out with a six year
0: Yeah, tell me about it. So, wilderness trail on June eighth, they're opening back up their uh, gift shop and stuff, and uh, they did a hundred bottles. And Pat Heist has said they're going to do more than that, but they went through a hundred bottles already. Everybody, they're gone. Uh, You had to sign up on their website that day. Um, And I think the bourbon roadies got uh, uh, their fair share of bottles. I at least know of three bottles. Um, I got a bottle, Adam got a bottle, and he got an extra bottle, thinking that I wouldn't be able to get over there and get a bottle or I wouldn't get online fast enough. Um, And I think a couple other roadies got bottles too. So uh, the bourbon road did pretty good there with the wilderness trail.
1: Well, it seems like in the roadies group, it seems like wilderness trail is the topic of conversation on a regular basis.
0: I think it may, maybe that is because we've, I wouldn't say we've pushed them, but you know, it was just the way when we went out there and they treated us, I think. And you know, when you're treated that nicely by somebody, you, you want to show them love and their their bourbon's good. Now I've had people say their bourbon's not good. And I'll sit there and argue with them all day, but hey, you're a bourbon, your way, I had said this about them. They somebody said they were too young, and I said, "Well, at one point Jim Beam was young. One point Heaven Hill was young. One po- point Wild Turkey was young. Was their bourbon good at that time? Probably was. Um, and I think don't sell somebody out just because they're young. They're making good bourbon out there, and it's aged. I mean, they're releasing a six year, right?
1: Yeah, six year." Good stuff, right? I mean, I, I, we're I'm, we're drinking. This I'm looking forward years. to it.
0: I, this six years right here is an icon, um, in in bourbon and people miss it. So, I think Wilderness Shell is doing good things and people are showing love and they're they're picking up traction. Um, yeah, they're like a freight train.
1: <laughs> well, you drink what you like, and you know what, uh, everybody out there, whether you have a sophisticated palate and a large library of sensory memories that you can call out notes on a bourbon or not. The bottom line is, regardless of all of that, you know what you like. You know if you like something when you taste it, right? And some people like something and other people don't. And it surprises me sometimes. There was a bourbon we were talking about the other day, and I won't mention what it was, but, you know, I drank it. I was like, you know what? That's not for me. And then somebody else said, wow, that's delicious. And that's just the way it works, right?
0: I think that all the time, you know, everybody has their different taste. Me uh, I mean, you definitely have different tastes when it comes to bourbon, and that's what makes us good as a team. Um, you're a rye guy. I'm a weeded guy, and I'm never going to try to pull you over to the weeded side. You know, wheat's to me, or, or that's just what I like. I've got that sweet tooth, as we've said before, and you like that spice, and um, there's nothing wrong with that. People are going to drink what they're going to drink, and, you know, you shouldn't bash them for what they're going to drink. And we're gonna all gonna have. Was there how many people are on Earth? Like seven billion? I don't know on the I'm Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on, on Earth. You know, that's, if there's seven billion, there's seven d- different billion tastes there. You know, palates. So, are people are gonna drink what they're gonna drink, and hey, and, yeah, and I keep
1: is. I keep feeding you rye though.
0: <laughs> now, I, now here's the thing: is if I drink a rye whiskey, uh, it's different than a Kentucky bourbon rye or you know it, it's totally different they're sweeter um, you get that 95% mash bill now I guess that low what do they call it a Kentucky rye is only what 51 or six, up to 60% rye, rye bourbon yeah. or rye whiskey but I, I find some of those very pleasing they're, they taste very good there's nothing wrong with that and you know I, and I try because we are on a podcast I'm trying to open my eyes to different whiskeys, different expressions, Scotch, Irish whiskey, American whiskey, uh, American whiskey. We're fixing to single, do it malts, single, single malts, single malts. Yeah. So the other thing we're going to be doing, and it'll already be out by then, Jim, we, we talked about how do we engage our listeners more? How do we uh, get ourselves out there more? How do we grow our podcast? And the, the thing me and Jim came up with was um, we're going to start doing, which we'll already have an episode by now is a craft distillery Monday for us. And me and Jim will either drink a craft distillery product and talk about it, just like we're doing right now with these two, or we'll bring them on for about 15 or 20 minutes and let them push their product, and we'll we'll, we'll taste it.
1: And we're not going to hold any punches, right? I mean, we're going to talk about what we like and what we don't like. And, you know, here here's the thing. Somebody needs to make and whiskeys. That's a fact, right? It, most definitely. And hey, that, there's
0: nothing wrong with that. And we're going to have some of those. And somebody has made a mixing whiskey and they've sent it to us. And they're very proud that it's a mixing whiskey. So, so much so that they sent us a recipe cards for cocktails. And we'll probably try to make one or two of those cocktails on that show with them and drink that. And I'm, I'm excited about that episode. Um, and you, you tasted that whiskey the other night. did Yeah. Did you think, Hey, it's a mix of
1: whiskey or is it just a, I mean, I actually, I didn't mind sipping on it. I, th- I thought it was actually a decent sipper. Uh, it wouldn't be something I, re- I, I would reach for every day, but I wasn't taken back by it. And so, no, I mean, I, yeah, I would prefer to see it in a highball or in a mule or a, an old fashioned, but um, yeah, it was good. It was, it was really good. And, but you know, the volume out there, the business that's out there for somebody who makes a good bar product, right, something that gets put into you know highballs and and mixed drinks uh, that's that's a big market, and uh, the sippers out there, you know you and I Mike, we're sippers. we like to sip on our whiskey, but um, we're we're in the minority, I think. you think we are I mean as, as far as the seven billion people on the planet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we are a yeah. minority because yeah.
0: here's the deal: is um, when somebody goes to a bar, it, it, most people don't pull up to the bar and kind like, of get a pour of bourbon unless you're going to a bourbon bar. But if you're going to a nightclub or something, you're not going to say, "Hey, let me give me a let me give me a pour of bourbon out of that plastic cup."
1: Somebody's saying whiskey sour. Somebody's saying, "Give me a bourbon, you know, uh, bourbon whatever and mule bourbon and coke."
0: There, there's right. definitely nothing wrong with that. Now, uh, so I. I went to take some photos the other day for our our Instagram post or our Facebook post, and uh, I met a new neighbor. And uh, he actually is a submariner, and he's a chief
1: also. Is it it submariner or submariner? He said he's a bubblehead. Yeah, bubblehead. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, but I took him a deal, and he made a really good post and and tagged us in it and stuff. And he um, used a couple of big words in there that I, I still can't pronounce them right. I had to get Vivian to look it up. And he's like, pretty much that I was a pharmacist dropping his medicine off. Well, I'll tell you, Jim, the other day, I saw everybody a little story backstory about me and Jim. Is uh, Jim said, "Hey, Mike, I need a rototiller because <clears throat> Mel wants me to put
1: these." Oh, you're not going to tell this story. Yeah, yeah i us tell everybody.
0: <laughs> so jim says hey man i need a rototiller uh to put these flower beds in so she wants to plant sunflowers and uh i was like all right well let me tell me how much of space you need and i have a small rototiller but my neighbor has this probably the largest rototiller that you could walk behind without riding on it and uh so we loaded i loaded it up and i brought it over to jim and we Jim's like, hey, can I do it? And I was like, hey, have at it, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like it's got like a three hundred horse Cummins diesel engine on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so so Jim proceeds
0: to push the throttle completely down and pulls the lever, and away he goes, or across the yard. It almost drugged you across the yard. It just is. It was a great sight
1: for me. I I had a good laugh. <laughs> I still don't understand what that forward gear is for because there's – I mean, you even tried it, right, Mike? You tried to to till in the forward gear. And I, you I can't did. do it. You can't do it.
0: Well, I knew better. You can't till. But what you're supposed to do is till in reverse, get your soil tilled up, and not the soil that you have at your house because you have straight-up clay in a, in this wet clay right now because it's been raining in Kentucky for like thirty days. <laughs> I'm over here building the ark right now. So, um, yeah, it drugged you across the yard, and I, I tried it. I couldn't do it myself. So we we put it in reverse and and got your stuff tealed up and uh, and I guarantee you were sore that night. You're like, honey, I was. A whi- I, was. I need a little bit of whiskey.
1: My arms uh, were about three inches longer, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so glad you didn't have your like video rolling on your on your phone there. That been- oh, yeah, that would have been so so good.
0: <laughs> you know, and I've I've had a really good uh this past week's been really good for me and stuff. Uh people that really, really know me know that I love wildlife and uh we we live out here on farm and stuff. And I was driving home the other day, I think that was that same day, um, and I saw a baby deer laying in the road. And uh I honked my horn thinking it would get up and run, and that little sucker, he couldn't even get up, Jim. He just He was born right there in the road. I saw his mom like ran off. And so I got out there being big chief and picked that little sucker up and walked him over and put him in the woods. And I walked back and got my truck and I waited there for a little bit. And here comes mom. She laid down beside him, started looking at him. So you saved him, saved, saved a deer. Now in four years, years from now that deer's gonna be up on my wall
1: (laughs) you're not gonna save him (laughs) he he, he gets no reprieve (laughs) i'm gonna save him from other hunters what i'm gonna do (laughs) all right so so let's get let's get back to this one mike final thoughts
0: what do you think well my final thoughts is it's so good i poured a second glass of it you know this is some it's good and now that that popcorn that that caramel corn that uh uh kettle corn it's coming out a little bit more i can get a little bit more of that maybe dried cherries you think yeah you know, that dried dark fruit or you know red fruit or something
1: yeah i think cherries are red fruit right yeah so if i see this on the shelf i'm gonna buy another bottle of it i think what i like about the seven year is the it's got a little more tobacco kind of earthiness to it a little more savory it's a little more savory it's got that dry oak it's a little bit drier. It it shows its age a little bit more than the six year, and you know I I said earlier about the color being about a year different, <laughs> but, but I think the taste probably seems a little bit more than a year different.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe it was a hot summer, you know, that here in Kentucky for that year. Who kn- who knows that dry summer? Uh, we did, I think actually this if it if I'm thinking right last if it was bottled, if it was poured this. Uh, past summer or past fall, and then bottled, right? Yep. Is that correct? That's correct. Last year here was a drought. Um, yeah. We have a pond here, and that th- thing it it dried up so much that I could take my tractor down inside the pond and start digging it out. That's that's dry. Um, so maybe that led to that. You know, that dry hot summer, um, pulling some of that oak out of the barrel, and it's got a little bit more spice to it too.
1: It does. There's there's definitely for me. Um, a little less sweetness in the seven year than in the six year, Uh, a little drier, a little, a little more leather and Oak, but you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff I like. So for me, that's singing my song. And uh, yeah, so Heaven Hill, it's time to bring this back to Kentucky. Uh, in the meantime, Adam, you can keep sending us bottles. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to send us anymore, but you know, you know,
0: he would. He so, would. Uh, let's let's talk about Adam and Jason, our, our two moderators. And uh, I just want to put a big shout out to, to the two guys. Um, they're doing great things and they're actually doing a giveaway of their own on on bourbon roadies. That is the only place you're going to see it is to join our private Facebook group. Um go in there, sign up. Um, you gotta listen to some episodes. If you're already listening and you're not on Facebook, that, that just join Facebook to join the Roadies and that's it. And hey, we're good with that. Um get in Roadie's. Um, look at their giveaway. They're giving away a bottle of E. H. Taylor small batch and actually a bottle of this Heaven Hill bottle and bond seven year. Um you know, play along with them. That's two good guys right
1: there. Two good guys. And uh definitely team players and definitely part of the bourbon road family. So Mike, I've really enjoyed tonight.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, man, we'll have to do this again, right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Once again, next week.
1: I think we'll do this every week. What do you think?
0: Yeah, that's I'm, I'm down for that. Anytime (laughs) I can sit around and just bullshit about bourbon and, um, you know, just talk and have a good time and talk about a week and, um, give some people's laugh. I would like to mention, I don't want you to cut this out now, Jim. Uh, everybody, I have given Jim a new nickname. And uh, it's... Oh, you better be careful here. <laughs> so, Jim's new nickname, because a billy goat will eat anything and drink anything. And Jim, I'm going to tell you, man, I've seen Jim drink some whiskey that... I can barely touch um, and not make a bad eye. Um, and he's like, This is good. This is good juice. And then I've seen him eat some spicy food and I will have heartburn. I'll be dying the next day. And Jim's like, I'm fine. So the only animal on earth I know that can do that's a billy goat. And Jim, you fit that. You got your old goatee going there and stuff. And that's a, you're like the master of that yard. You better stay out of Jim's yard. He's that billy goat. Now he wanted me to call him the goat.
1: I think we- that's it. It's going to be the goat. We can't do
0: that. Everybody, Jim's the Billy Goat from now on, so it's it's Big Chief or the Billy Goat and Big Chief um, <laughs> running down the bourbon road. Uh, if you're a cartoonist and you can draw that, send that to us, uh, we'd love it.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that, Mike. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just as long as it's not a, a Big Chief riding a Billy Goat, we'll be fine. <laughs>
1: We'll be fine. I I know a few artists. You're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Mike, why don't you take us out, buddy? Uh,
0: So you can find us on Instagram, uh, on Facebook at the Bourbon Road. Um, You can find me at One Big Chief on Instagram.
1: I'm Jay Shannon
0: sixty three. Hey, and we appreciate. We'll see you on down the Bourbon Road.
1: All right. Cheers, y'all.